Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening to AFR. Today's issues, the name of the program. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano and Steve Jordahl now. Hey. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you, brother? I'm well. I'm well. What's leading the news this morning? You guys were talking a little bit about President Trump launching this lawsuit against big tech, against Facebook and Twitter and uh, Google. Just, just announced that today. Yeah. Then. In fact, we can hear his announcement. Let's listen to the president. Cut 10. Today, in conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter as well as their CEOs, Mark Zuckerberg, Sundar Pichai, and Jack Dorsey, to order an immediate halt to social media companies' illegal, shameful censorship of the American people, and that's exactly what they are doing. We're demanding an end to the shadow banning, a stop to the silencing, and a stop to the blacklisting, banishing, and canceling that you know so well. Yeah. So uh, if successful, uh, that could be a game changer. Who knows? The, the, he has a case, but he's President Trump. So I don't know how the courts or anything are going to take it. Well, we, we talked about in the last hour that he could be after some other things as well. Um, I, I, I think he is probably genuine in his desire to see the power that, and it's just in, in the history of our country, I'm just not sure any private enterprises had this kind of power. Maybe the, maybe the big oil companies, you know, when the railroads, Kellogg's. Uh, yeah. And some of those, they, they had held a lot of power too, but um, he may also be after just if, if he can get a judge to allow this case to go forward, as we talked about, maybe uh, discovery, uh, yeah, you know, highlighting internal communications in these companies and find out if they actually did conspire to defeat him in the election. I mean, there's all kinds of places that this could go. I mean, if you find that out, yeah. then those companies have to pay hefty fines for electioneering, and all that would be money that should have been reported by the Biden administration. There's all kinds of ways that this could go, yeah. but. We'll, we'll wait. This is the opening salvo, and we'll find out. I'm sure there'll be legal experts weighing in on what his chances are, the president and the others involved in this class action lawsuit. Watch my hands. I see your hands. What do you call this? I uh, call gesturing? it expressive, gesturing with your hands. Oh, this is the Trump gesture. Yes, it's yeah. the oh. Trump. Huh? Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen anybody do it quite, you know. As, as well as you? As well, I, that I'm, it, it, I could, you know, you've seen... Like an Elvis impersonator. Yes. Except I'm doing a Trump impersonator. It would be even better if you could do the voice as you gesture. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to try that live. Uh, yes. I'd have to work on that. <laughs> have to I'd spend some time it. working on that. Uh, I know some people. You, 
Yeah, your, my son. Son, your son Tony can do a pretty good, pretty good drop, yeah. can he? Yes, he can. <laughs> Maybe we have him on sometime. Have him well, come in here. He's a Vitagliano. He'll yeah. fold under pressure. Yeah, well, maybe he can pre-record. <laughs> maybe he can pre-record well, that, it. That's possible. <laughs> President Trump. He, he, he just. I just love watching him because his his hands are flying out. If you yeah, get Tony know. live on here and, and part yeah. of your potential millions yeah. listening right, audience, right. you'll wind up sounding like Dudley Do Right. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of President Trump, is that a, so, is that a cartoon character? You remember Dudley Do Right? Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, uh, the cartoon character. Yeah, right? the uh, Bullwinkle, yeah, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle show. You. Those got are the you. best cartoons ever. I, I can tell do you. A, I can do a pretty mean Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do it today right now because I hadn't warmed up. Yeah, you got to warm up. I got to warm to do a Huckleberry Hound. You got to some. You iced can't tea just or walk something. out here and just start doing. You know what I'm saying? You got to listen to him a little bit. Listen to some old cartoons. Right. Then you come out. Let that ruminate. Yes. You know what right. I'm saying? Absolutely. Nothing. I have nothing against ruminating. <laughs> Rumination. You ruminate yourself on a little huckleberry ham. <laughs> the world all seems brighter. That's the yeah, way not quite so dark. That's what, that's what I always learned as a child. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. The Delta variant of COVID is making an appearance, and uh, most ready to bring us down, Steve. <laughs> Just right away, boom, bring us down. Well, I got a good. I got a. a a hero in the in the okay. battle here. Okay, go ahead. But uh, some are talking uh, about uh, remasking. But I, I got. Well, I'm not. No. <laughs> Nor you, am I. Are you going to remask? You masking no. up again, Ed? No. I, I will next year. I will admit this. Okay, go ahead. Okay? I will admit that my wife and I. I had stopped in. I'm not going to name the store or anything right. in case I want to go back and get more. But they did have boxes of masks for a less than a buck a piece. And oh. I, I did buy three. Oh, they're down. Yeah, the price, the price, the price, price of masks are down. down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I did that not because okay. of the variant, but right, just because right. I thought well, we, at you, some point you find a sale on anything. I could sell you these on buy, eBay. Put it away. You never know when you're going to use That's it. That's right. Well, um, a lady whom I'm not going to name uh, tweeted out a picture of a a guy on a train, and he's reading his cell phone. He's sitting in a seat, and he has no mask on. She tweets out this. Asked him politely to wear a mask, completely refusing Chilton Railway, which is the train, I guess. Says he's not exempt, but doesn't have to or want to, and it's optional. How unbelievably selfish. Said he's fine about me tweeting his picture out. It's all so awful. He knows I'm upset, and he could care less. (laughs) This is a woman doing this? Yes. Well, that's just, I got to say, that kind of attitude is very endearing to men, to men everywhere. She's taking a picture of the fellow on a train with her. Yeah. If and she looks to me like she's about 10 feet away. Yeah. And then she puts it on social media and he says, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> let, me just, let me just tell you, if this lady is single right. who's doing this, I can just tell you right now, men are lining up for blocks yeah. for the chance to date this gal. <laughs> Because you know what? If you get in a long-term right. relationship and get married to a right. girl like that, right. it ain't going to end with masks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Folks, I'm sorry. That may sound like uh, I was being critical exactly. of the female gender. I don't think you you haven't written a book on relationships, have you, Ed? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you have. Anyway. You think I should? No, I don't think you should. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Crime continues unopposed Boy, in San Steve, Francisco. Steve just keeps bringing it, doesn't he? He is. He's bringing okay, the go heat. Ahead. We, we did 
in fairness to Steve, we did talk about that these stories would be discussed on this half hour. And you asked me to have something positive. I I have something that's not negative. So we have some good news coming your way. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, in San Francisco, uh, of course, we've seen where their Walgreens and their kind of 7-Eleven type stores have had to close because they won't prosecute uh, shoplifters for more than $100 if they no, steal $9. less. No, $9.50, I think. $9.50? Yeah. $950. $150. Yeah, uh, less than $150, go free. Well. No, no, excuse me interrupting you, Steve, just to be clear. What San Francisco has done and many other, quote, progressive cities they have uh, what they would call petty theft is no, they don't prosecute it any longer. So the the criminals know. In the case of San Francisco, I think it's nine hundred fifty dollars. Nine hundred fifty dollars or below, you can steal out of stores with basically no consequence. That's, either that's either that going, or it's a a uh, it's not a uh, felony. It's a misdemeanor. Not a fe- right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, if yeah. they if they decide and, to and so so you got a real problem going on uh, with that kind of crime going on in, in San Francisco. Well, uh, They've upped their game, though, right, Steve? The oh, criminals. They have. They're, they're starting to go for – they're not doing candy bars and soft drinks anymore. A bunch of these shoplifters went into Neiman Marcus, a very high-quality uh, uh, I shop there all the time. In San Francisco. Yes, you do. In Pontotoc, Mississippi. And they started walking out. They're running out. There's video of them running out with uh, bags of stuff. Um, and I don't know. They haven't. Neiman Marcus hasn't said how much was stolen. But what I thought was really remarkable is everybody was standing across the street with their cameras, as you will see everywhere now. Everybody has a camera, and they're filming everything, including a police officer who is filming this thing as he's going. they're going by. What? Right. Now, if you watch this video, some of you may have seen it. I don't know if it's gone viral or not. Uh, now, thievery is not funny, okay? Right. But the video is funny when you first see it, to me, uh, because it looks like it's a parody, right? It looks like yeah. it's it's like it's a like it's a skit, but it's not, huh? It literally, you have about 10 to 12 people running out of the, uh, what's the name of the store? Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus Department Store, which is, as you say, high end, right? Yes. With as much stuff as they can get in their arms. Right. And they're sprinting out the door, the front door, you know, I guess running. Or like a broken window? or what, what was it? Was it a broken window or is it a, the door? Maybe it was the door. No, they're going out the door. This was done at, during store hours, huh? This is during the. I mean, and they this, got arms, arms full of stuff. Arms full, of stuff as they could get in their arms, and they're running out the door, getting in their uh, getaway cars. I, I guess uh, that's what, it. Doesn't show that, but it's just like uh, uh, they're. I don't know. It's 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 almost like I understand what you're saying because it is. It, there is a comical aspect to it. It's almost like. Now, this really goes way back, folks. So some of you older folks will know what I'm about to say. Younger folks, maybe you've heard the expression. But remember the uh, the Keystone Cops? This goes way back to the silent film era where the bumbling, stumbling cops can't couldn't catch anybody. This was almost like the Keystone Crooks. 
because they're just running and stumbling. I saw at least one cop, maybe two, but some of the people dropped the stuff when they realized they were on camera. I think, though, Steve, the police officer was filming as much as he could because they go back and try to identify these people later because you could maybe stop one person. Yeah. Then everybody else gets away, gets away with it. But the getaway car was just on the same yeah. block. Yeah. So anybody who could get that uh, license, license plate. plate number is going to catch some of these people. I'm sure there are cameras inside because it didn't look like they came out with hoods on their head or masks. Yeah. They just ran in and did it. Yeah. It looks like to me here, according to the story, they were mostly going after handbags. Well, actually, uh, you very, get, would you like to get a handbag that, for Allison? Because I got some here on the Nima Marcus site. <laughs> that's very disappointing. Uh, as How much are they? The bags? On I the- have a Bottega Veneta bag that you can have for thirty three hundred. What about Santa Maria? Don't have that. Thirty three hundred dollars and one for thirty seven hundred dollars. Just a purse. What about a Vera Bradley? You know uh, what? I, I think I'm mistaken. I don't think I've ever shopped at Neiman Marcus. I think I'm thinking of Dollar General. That's <laughs> easy to mix those. What, two what, what else they got? Uh, what what might these? Uh, Thieves have do they have jewelry got, and stuff there too? Uh, well, they do have oh, jewelry. Yeah. Well, let's look at some designer clothing. Um, this is a Grayson striped crop top. It's a, a top for a woman to wear. One hundred and fifty dollars. Here's a uh, butterfly sleeve crepe and satin sheet. Four hundred and twenty dollars. So this is this is really expensive stuff. Do, any idea why they picked Neiman Marcus? Because this looked. This looked like it was planned, right? Because every, did, oh, it these was people, planned, all right. What I'm saying, if these people st- went in at the same time. It wasn't just one person who got this idea. If you can steal a $3,700 purse, how much do you think you can get for that on eBay? Or right from the back, what, of, back of your you car? Know, what, what a purse that costs $3,700? Mm-hmm. What, what is that? What kind of purse is that? I, I gave the name of it. It is a... Oops. Is it just a purse? It's just a purse. Bottega Veneta. Does it like pop into a tent? Nope. It's probably fairly small. I mean, there's got to be dual, multiple. It's got to be a multi-purpose purse if it's going to cost that much. You know, you get it. You pay that much so you can tell your friends at a party. I got a Bottega Veneta. Which I had once at uh, Olive Garden. Uh, what? It was what? very good. The Bottega Veneta. You want to try that with a little of the cucumber dip. Uh, <laughs> uh, li- listen, in all seriousness, this is why these big cities are, are, are going down the toilet. Right. Okay? And why crime is out of control. Uh, it's because uh, these criminals know that they can get away with it and right. nobody's going to punish them any longer at least any consequence. Listen to this. Over the span of five years, Walgreens has closed down 17 stores. Uh, I, I think just in the San Francisco area alone, uh, according to this story, because of shoplifting. Yeah. And uh, it's really, like I said, that these these criminals are emboldened now because they the laws have been set to say basically $1,000 or roughly $1,000 if you can steal less than that amount of value, I, I say get away with it. Basically, get away with it. It's not a right. felony. It's a misdemeanor. And there was one video of a fellow the other day uh, riding his bike into the Walgreens in San Francisco, yeah. load, 
getting his bag full a of stuff. Bag. Yeah. Huh? Get, getting a garbage bag full of stuff he wanted and then then out the door. He went Target announced uh, last week Target announced six San Francisco stores will be limiting store hours as a result of too many shoplifters. And and what happens is this this kind of thing hurts the law-abiding citizens yes, that does. live in the community. So, for example, when you have rioting, for example, in Minneapolis right. over the George Floyd thing, and you have, what is it that uh, uh, Jan Markell said, like five city blocks or five miles yeah. or whatever of the city is burnt, and those stores aren't coming back. And the people who right. live in those areas now right. have to go further to get what they need, and you're just hurting the people who live in those neighborhoods. Let me just say this, too. That if if the only thing that is keeping you from stealing from a store is whether or not you get caught, crime's going to go up. Mm-hmm. But if you have people who have the fear of God, who understand that even if I don't get caught, God's going to make me pay, that helps limit the amount of crime. And that is what our founding fathers understood. The more freedom you want... The more people have to be controlled by their own religion, the less, the fewer people who are self-controlled, self-disciplined, who honor the laws of God, the fewer of those people who exist, the bigger and stronger government has to get. And that's ultimately what happens to democracies and republics who abandon God. They wind up with a dictatorship because... There's mm-hmm. too much of this stuff going on, right. and the people say, I can't live if you don't protect our stores. Right. And then somebody comes along and they says, well, we'll do that, but you got to surrender Give up freedom. your freedoms. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Go ahead, Steve. I get you some my... sneakers for $580. No, that was good stuff. <laughs> $500 for sneakers. Yes. All right. Um, Oregon is having its trials with fires and such. Well, they had a fire in the southern part of the state. And the governor was kind of lamenting the fact that all the illegal aliens that are down there didn't get a whole lot of federal help. Well, but how can that be? Because they're so important to the community. I want you to hear how important they are. Listen to cut. Cut what? Cut what? Cut nine. Thank you. (laughs) So, for example, um, of the families that lost homes uh, in southern Oregon last Labor Day fire, um, several hundred of them were undocumented. FEMA does not provide aid or assistance to these families. It is absolutely unacceptable. These families are so much a part of our communities. They're the heart and soul of our culture, and they are the backbone of our economy. They deserve the assistance. The illegals are the heart and soul of the culture of Oregon. Who is that talking right there? The governor of the state of Oregon, Kate Brown. Listen, uh, Oregonians believe like she does. Yep. So, you know. Well, if Oregon wants to use their money to do it, that's up to them. But I don't think they should use federal money for that. And that's what she's complaining about. She's complaining, complaining about FEMA. Yeah. Federal Emergency Management uh, Not all Oregonians. Oregonians? Oregonians. Oregonians believe like she does. I don't want to say that because I know. But I'm saying the majority do because they vote these whacked out liberal politicians into office. Look at the mayor of Portland. He basically let his city be, his downtown be, taken over by Antifa. Right. 
And, uh, you know, we all seen what's happened there with the federal courthouse over the last year. And so the autonomous, I don't, I don't know. Had. I don't feel sorry for him. Hmm. Uh, if you're going to stay in Oregon, this is what you're going to have to put up with. Yeah. So go ahead. And it's a, and it's a beautiful state. Yeah. So some people are making that trade off. Some people are saying, yeah, sure. I'm going to, I'm going to ignore the craziness and, but I'm going to enjoy the natural beauty yeah. of Oregon. Oh, they but get out know, of Portland. You get out of Portland. Steve can correct me if I'm wrong. Cause he's from the West coast. But if you get out of Portland, it's normal. Portland and Eugene, maybe Eugene. Yeah. My daughter lives in Eugene and get out of Portland and yeah. Eugene. You get in some, they're, they're distant from each other and there's a lot of beautiful, beautiful country in between and conservative people too. There's yeah. conservative people, uh, basically have traditional values. But uh, once you get outside of those cities, right? Yeah, a couple of counties in eastern Oregon decided they wanted to be part of Idaho. They voted. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The normal people. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you said uh, Oregon is Oregonians. Uh, San Francisco is a San Franciscan. Do you know what the name of someone from Minneapolis is? Minneapolitan? Yes. Is it? Yes. Minneapolitan. Vikings. Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is something that uh, I brought way this. Way to go, Ed. That was good, just right off the top of your head there. What did he call it? Minneapolitan. 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 Well, yeah. you know, many a, many a politan have uh, tried. Tried. Right. But, but, but failed. <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going. All right, Steve. Uh, you asked me to bring something positive in. This I'm positive that this is going to be a story <laughs> that you'll like. Um, they, this is a new survey. Uh, and it found that 51% of Americans believe that UFOs reported by military personnel are likely evidence of intelligent alien life, according to this Pew poll last week. 51% of us think that there's life, intelligent life that can send a spaceship to Earth. Um, and, and the little green men are there. Now, little green men. Now, you made that up, didn't you, Steve? <laughs> well, that's, that's what the classic definition of an alien is i guess i i don't i don't believe that and you don't believe me, the poll or you don't believe no it? no i believe the poll uh I, I this is what i believe if if you set aside folks don't email me and and tell me <laughs> oh you believe that there could be intelligent life elsewhere in the in the universe let's set that issue aside if there were intelligent species elsewhere in the universe the distances are so vast i don't think people understand how far it is between us and the nearest star, Alpha Centauri, is like 25 light years away. That's 25 times 6 trillion miles. Biological beings, I don't believe, can travel that far. Uh, it, and if they came here, they're going like, we, found, we traveled 25 million light years for this. Well, 25 to, light years to observe this 25 times 6 trillion. Yeah. They get here and, and listen, all these people talking about, yeah, I drove up and I saw a spaceship that was and people in the, and there were beings fixing it. I, I just think, what are they driving Fords? I mean, uh, I, I, these things are always breaking down. I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that these are. Alpha Centauri is four light years away, by the way. Four. I'm sorry. Four and, four and change. Oh, four light years. Yes. I'm sorry. Four light years times. By the way, I was sent a text by someone who says that we were making ourselves look, quote, unintelligent. 
in discussion of purses and Eamon Marcus a few minutes ago. <laughs> I claim uh, I'm guilty. And Steve led us down that path. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, because purse, the reason those uh, thieves, shoplifters, went in and stole those purses, they're, they're very, very expensive. Yes. Yeah. So I want you guys to think about something for tomorrow's show, whether or not you believe that the latest rage in New Jersey, round hot dogs, ah. round flat hot dogs, is a trend that we should applaud. Mm. Think about that. We'll bring huh? pictures in tomorrow. Yeah. Post it on our Facebook page. Talk about I think they were probably brought here by aliens. <laughs> They're the right shape. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then.